Hey, Radio Bypass, we are back with a brand new interview in 2022, first of the year, with our young, talented friend, Austin Moe, joining us. Austin put out a new song earlier, um, well, not earlier this year, I can't say anymore, but toward the end of last year, and uh, he introduced the song on one of our shows, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it and what's going on with Austin. So today, Austin and I are sitting down and catching up. How you doing, Austin? I'm good, Ralph. Thanks for having me back on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for coming back on the show. It's great to have you. So let's talk about your most recent single release, Wanted. Tell us about that song. Well, I will give my best short explanation of it, <laughs> which will probably be just as long, but you know. So, it's okay. Uh, you tell us. Yeah, so when when i was writing this song what was going on in in my life at the time was i was experiencing a lot of frustration and i was trying to get a hold of this person and there would be times where there'd be maybe two to three days where it was like talking like a normal hey how's it going they'd get right back to me and then a month or two would go by or sometimes three or four and then they'd pick up our conversation just like nothing happened. And so I was really getting irritated. And rather than calling them up and telling them what for, I figured, <laughs> you know, I'll just put this emotion into a song. And so I picked up my guitar and I was just playing. I was just trying to get my anger out. And I stumbled upon what is the hook of the song. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And so I, pulled out my phone and I got my voice recorder and I clicked record. And um, then I started building off of that. I got a general backing track with where I thought the chorus would be and all this stuff. And at the time, during that week, I was listening to a lot of Kid Rock. And so I was like, you know what? He always sounds pissed off. Just for fun, what would happen if I wrote something like that? Right. And also what I forgot to mention was while I was playing phone tag with this person, I would go online and try and get my mind off of my little like fit, so to speak, that I was having. And uh, I'd go on and 99% of the time there was people, you know, oh, good job or love this photo or you sound good. You know, I, I used it at the time to try and get myself out of my little rut. But this particular day, that somebody had just the enough time to say, oh, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, I just let it get to me. And I was like, Ugh. I was, I was just, I went, oh, I didn't respond. I deleted the comment because that's what I found in the past. When I did respond, it never helped. So I deleted the comment and I wrote down every emotion and feeling that I was having in my notebook and I closed my notebook. And as soon as I did that, it was just like a weight was just lifted off of my shoulders and I could sleep again and just feel normal. And right. so when I went back and reviewed what I wrote down, the main phrase that I kept repeating was I'm wanted. So like I was just explaining the situation to myself and I was like, I don't give a fly. Mm, I know I'm wanted. I'm going to do this. The world wants more music, blah, blah, blah. And so I kind of played a riff off of that and made the whole theme kind of like 
my own little oh man there's i was just thinking about this today tom petty's i won't back down this is like mm -hmm. my not version of it but this is my kind of pick myself up and it's gonna be okay kind of a deal right right oh that's cool i i i i, I gotta tell you listening to the song i did not take it that it came from an an angered place yeah you're singing more aggressively on this track mm -hmm. but um i thought it was more about your dreams of you know someday the world's gonna everybody's gonna know my music and you know I'm oh yeah that way totally uh, that's be... that's the the message but it's like my message to myself like i'm like you know it doesn't matter how like we were talking off camera regardless of the situation that i think i'm in you know, I just got to look at the positives and keep going forward with my right. best foot, you know? Yep. Yep. That makes sense. That's pretty cool. You know, I'm going to try something here, Austin, just for a second. I'm going to see if we can get a little snippet of this onto this or not. And I don't think so. I, I love that chorus. I like the riff too. Oh, the mean you. riff. Well, that's cool. That's that's interesting that that's where the song came from. Because yeah, when when um, when I got this, you know, we didn't talk about the 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 inspiration behind the song. So that's kind mm -hmm. of a neat story. That's kind of a neat story. And just to recap too, for people that maybe didn't catch our previous interviews, at this point, Austin's released three singles: uh, "Wanted" being the latest, "The River," and "Take a Walk in My Shoes" are the three that have been released so far but you've got more that's been recorded uh, to come, right, Austin? Yeah, initially, so when I'm Wanted was released back in November, the plan for this first quarter of the year was to release my EP and start really like kind of um, pushing that. And a lot of that material was recorded out in Boston, Massachusetts while Frank was on tour and um, when I got back, we were having a conversation, Frank and I, and a couple other um, industry professionals that I know and I'm good friends with. And the main thing was they were like, so you want to like release this? And I was like, yeah, but uh, I don't just want to release it to have the same kind of, oh, this is cool. And then we're back down to now I'm still in Sacramento. I want to release it and have the world just, just, be punched metaphorically speaking right. in the mouth by Austin and Mo. <laughs> right. And so uh, I was explaining that to these people and they're like, you know, you should really try and start reaching out to like some record labels. Have you done that? And I was like, well, no, I, I really didn't think that record labels would be, you know, kind of r relevant, so to speak in this day and age. And uh, they were like, well, in our estimation, this is such next level, like songs, mainly just in general, it would really benefit you to save it for a little while longer and try and get somebody to basically back you and put it out there. So to try and maybe if they have people in the, like commercial industry or anybody in movies or, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. try and befriend somebody who has that ability to just say yeah here by the way that's austin and this is what he can do mm -hmm. so that's where we're at with and i have a couple of singles that i'm planning on releasing that I, like one of them's a really cool cover we did um 
cheap tricks i want you to want me and Great so song. and that's looking like it'll be like the initial teaser to like hype up the ep mm -hmm. so i've been reaching out to a handful of people and you know fingers crossed somebody will get back to me and say yes and we'll just keep on going forward gotcha gotcha and do you have a steady lineup that you play with of people for your band well right now so i have technically speaking three different lineups throughout the united states i have some buddies in texas who we've jammed together and they'd totally be down to you know if i had to do from texas up they'd be totally okay with doing a little mini tour mm -hmm. and the producer who i worked with out of boston joe merrick he can do anything like frank can and he's got a slew of really killer musicians over there and he was like yeah man if you just wanted to come out here and do some shows the next session that we do i'm totally down to do that and so mm -hmm. i've got some guys out there and then the guys up here that i'm playing with have also toured with frank in the past and they are just super killer and We've also had some people from Montrose come and jam and uh, some other guys that can't name the names, but out of LA who are very seasoned. So yes, but kind of at the same time. <laughs> I, I, I understand. I understand. I was asking because I was thinking if, if you can take this show on the road, you know, uh, being from Chicago, a lot of, mm -hmm. I know a lot of folks there that have heard your material on my show and have really enjoyed it very much and i get asked you know is this young guy ever going to come to chicago you know and i'm oh, always yeah. like yeah, I, I don't actually, know when that might happen yeah the guy who actually put on that um blues what, what was it blues kids of america which is how i went to london he's right. based out of chicago he teaches i hope i'm remembering this information right because uh if I, if not then i'm just gonna look bad but um <laughs> i believe he teaches at the is it the chicago institute of music is that what it's called could be i think could maybe be. i i will admit i don't know for certain at the time i think that's what he was he was a professor there and um or maybe he still is i i, I need to reconnect with him but yeah so he's based out of chicago fantastic dude a great family and People in Chicago, man, are just nice. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. And it's not just because I spent most of my life there. But I am finding <laughs> nice people here in the Sacramento area, too. So I got to give some props to the folks I've met out this way, too. But, yes, yeah. Chicago is nice, nice people, for sure. But, yeah, it would be great if you could do that. That's why I was wondering if you – I wasn't sure. You know, I've gotten the chance to see you play. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't sure if that's a, a, a set group of musicians that – are just always part of the Austin Mo experience or you know what you had going band wise so yeah um so that makes sense to me well that would be great yeah I'd love to see uh love to see the EP at least eventually but um I don't think it's a bad idea to hold it back a little bit either at least for a while see what you can do with it um but I think you've gotten a lot of attention from the singles released thus far so releasing just singles does seem to to kind of work in today's business model too doesn't it yeah yeah that's pretty much it's kind of like history musically is repeating itself from like how it was very first conceived which is now we're back to the singles like it was the 50s right you i know? think about and that then a lot i'm sure five years from now it'll be 
albums again and then eps and then you know it's just a ever-evolving kind of thing right right it really is and it, it i think about that a lot about the singles now seem to mean the things i think about that all the time like wow how did this happen you know um it's kind of interesting i i still like to hear a whole album and i still like when an album connects like you know like there's something some similarity throughout you know the whole record mm -hmm. um but that's you know me i guess i just i like i like that kind of thing um because yeah. sometimes you know singles can get end up being kind of disjointed like well that single was kind of like this but it doesn't really fit now this single you know whatever mm. um but i know that does seem to be the, the 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 model and i know a lot of people worry about putting out physical product too now you know for a number of years now that's been a thing but yeah um i don't know how you keep people's attention um for very long i don't know i don't understand it but me i want to sit down and listen to a whole record i don't want it to be two hours long necessarily but yeah we don't we don't want know. 21 12 or anything like that but no but you know <laughs> a good a good 40 minute record or so you know or mm -hmm. or some of the ones from the old days that were even shorter a half hour or whatever you know anybody can spare that amount of time to sit down and immerse themselves in the music because that that's what Definitely. misses too i i feel with with you know singles you don't really get immersed and I, I i for me it's a relaxing thing um yeah. i listen to music pretty much all the time and then doing the show that i do now i get a lot of material sent to me that i got to listen to and and see if it fits what what radio bypass is all about and mm -hmm. and even if it doesn't i still enjoy that experience of sitting down and listening to this person's record or whatever yeah. um and it's just it's i find it relaxing and enjoyable and um just i don't know so just a single here or there that most people do seem to that's all they can sit through mm -hmm. i don't get it i'd rather sit for I, I can carve out a half hour or an hour um every day for just listening to some music but yeah i guess most people can this time it is it is soothes the soul i always say <laughs> so all right so we know we know we've got um another single coming at some point in 2022 um and then you've got some live shows in the sacramento area coming yeah um and another young band i don't know what's in the water here in the sacramento area that there's so many of you young guys that are talented but uh you, you got a show coming up in february with uh red voodoo another fine young group of musicians <laughs> oh yeah so that's happening february 25th yeah right? february 25th we'll be on sorry got something in my eye um we will be on at 8 30 so we're going 8 30 to 9 30 and red voodoo will be taking the stage and doing a three hour set three and hours wow yeah it'll be a well yeah yeah three hour set and it'll be a really cool time it sounds like a lot of fun that's a friday night so you don't have to go to work the next day for yeah, most you don't folks. have to worry about that hangover <laughs> as much <laughs> that's right and then coming up in the spring in April, I believe it is, you're getting to open for one of my all-time favorite bands, YNT. Oh yeah. Yeah, YNT. The guys in there are, are really so uh YNT, my dad's obviously been following them forever. And when there's another local guy up here who uh played with them for an extensive period of in the, hold on. An extended period of time that's what i was trying to say his name is brad lang oh and sure. um 
I was playing Swabies, which is the venue that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And my dad found Brad on Facebook or something to that effect and invited him out. And so Brad came out while they were on a break um, from the tour with YNT. And he came out, we hung out and and shot the the BS and he was super cool. And then when Aaron started to play with YNT, I've known him for a long time. And so it was really cool to like see just, and they're super good friends, both of them mm -hmm. with each other. So it wasn't like, a, oh, I hate that guy. Like he, he took my know, job. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brad's, <laughs> Brad's like the coolest dude aside from Frank that you can meet in the area. Mm -hmm. And um, so when Aaron started doing those shows, I would email the band and little did I know I was emailing Dave Medichetti directly. I was just like, oh, this is probably like an assistant or whatever. And so for the past like four or five years, I would shoot it just once or twice a year. They'd be within driving distance. And I'd do, you know, just a very nice, hey, this is who I am. I'd really like to open for you, da, da, da. And uh, he was super nice until I, I might've caught him off on like an off day or something. He was like, listen, he just told me straight up in a polite way. He's like, look, dude, <laughs> we don't do the openers. We're just a headliner. It's per venue. So if you really want to open for us this bad, hit up the venue. Like it's out of my control. You know, this is actually my email just to let you know. And I was like, oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, I didn't make you mad. Right. And so um, earlier, well, last week, I think it was announced that I was put on the bill. Yeah. So last week, the beginning of last week, I hit up the promoter and I saw that they were playing and I actually figured that it was an old post from last year when Red Voodoo played with them. So I was like, ah, it's, it's old news. This can't be like, again, like, come on. And then I clicked on it and it said April 16th, 2022. And it didn't say that they had an opener. And I was like, oh, well, I might as well try and, see what's going on so i hit them up and they called me the next day and said oh well, do you think it'd be a good fit and i was like well i could send you my stuff like sure i think it's a good fit but you know they're borderline that like beginning metal kind of sound you know like sabbath and stuff right and so uh i left it up to the promoter i sent him some stuff and even my unreleased ep just so he could get a feel for what i would be playing if i did open for them right and uh he called me back like an hour and a half later or two hours later and he's like oh yeah um you can have the gig and this is what's going down this is usually how it happens and depending on how uh long they want to relax for will depend on how long your set is so prepare for this amount of time but just know if you get cut short it's not like we're pulling the plug. It's just like the guys want to go and play. Right. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And so I was super excited. And I've actually met their guitar player, John Nyman. He came straight from Tokyo to one of my gigs in the Bay Area. He actually lives up there, up um, towards San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was playing this club in Benicia. And my dad invited him out as my dad usually does if he hears it oh well you know for example well this we always invite frank out everywhere but he actually showed up one time to swabbies he caught a flight from canada early 
to come home and uh, check us out. And it was super cool. And so just saying the, Hey, if you're in town and if you're not busy, it'd be really cool to meet you. We'll buy a drink. You never know who'll show up. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I interviewed John. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's probably been two years now or maybe three. Was um, it for his Christmas single? No, no, it was not. Uh, although we did end up talking about his, his, uh, EP and stuff too. Oh, okay. but, um, no, it was, I was, uh, cause I'm a huge Y and T fan. So mm -hmm. I had been trying to get Dave Manichetti to come on the show. And, um, eventually his wife turned me on to John. She's like, he would, he, he probably knows more about Y and T's <laughs> history than anybody. Wow. Um, she goes, yeah, why don't you reach out to him? So she, so she gave me contact info and then they were going to be doing some dates, including, uh, in Chicago. So, um, he's like, yeah, he said, I got time. He said, you know, uh, after the gig, you know, or sometimes before the gig, whatever, I'm just sitting mm -hmm. in the hotel anyway. Yeah. Um, so we ended up, uh, picking a day and, and, and did a phone interview and uh he was great to talk to and he really is a y and t historian uh john oh, I imagine. Is. um he really knew his stuff i was like wow and i didn't realize that he had such a long association with the band prior to becoming a, a permanent member on guitar in the band um so yeah he was a great guy to talk to um i think we ended up talking for a couple hours it was it was amazing um so that's, that's cool, cool that he came out to see you um yeah he seemed like a really great guy and then I met him briefly when they did come through Chicago, but we only talked for a couple of moments. Um, I didn't get to spend much time with him, but that interview was great and um, enlightening. I learned, I thought I knew probably everything about Y&T because like I said, I've been a fan uh, since I was in high school mm -hmm. and a kid first turned me on to yesterday and today's what was then their first album. Yeah. And, um, and then I, I liked it. And then I kind of kept paying attention to the band whenever something new would come out. And then by the time mean street came out, I was like, Oh my God, this is the greatest ever, you know? <laughs> and, um, and so I'd been hooked on them ever since. And so I thought I knew pretty much everything there is to know about YNT, but I was wrong. Wow. <laughs> I, I learned a lot from John Nyman during that interview. Yeah. But, um, but that's cool. So April 16th, that's awesome. Yeah, that, that's going to be a fun show. It'll be my first time playing that venue. I've seen shows there. I've seen Fong Hat. I went to the uh, Red Voodoo and Wine Tea show last year, and that was super cool to to just be an audience member for mm -hmm. once. <laughs> right, right. Well, you guys out here, um, all, all you musicians, it seems like you all kind of support one another from what I see. I do see a lot of people when I go see bands i always see other musicians at these gigs i think you guys have a very supportive music community here oh yeah well we just you know i myself i just want to let my hair down sometimes and just not i'm play a guitar for four hours straight <laughs> right right no you need you gotta take a break once in a while mm -hmm. so what else austin is is uh upcoming that that you can tell us about anything well um not yet. We, we are in talks to try and um, contact some tours that are happening. So, you know, there's a little bit of some, what do they call it? We're just waiting for the fish to bite kind of thing. Mm -hmm. and, and, light, uh, and light at the end of the tunnel too, that there's actually 
the potential for live dates uh, on an ongoing basis now. With this. Yeah. When this COVID started, it was like, when will this ever happen that bands can get out there and play steadily? Right. Yeah. So we have, you know, we're reaching out to some people and we're kind of just waiting to see what their thoughts would be on the the prospect of me opening or doing like a string of shows with different bands. And so good things happen. And then we'll be right here talking about it. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. And just to make sure in case anybody um, isn't familiar when, when uh, Austin's talking about Frank there, that's Frank Cannon from Tesla that uh, has been producing Austin's material along with the gentleman out East. Um, and, uh, Frank definitely seeming to be a big supporter here. Cause Frank's also worked with Fred Voodoo, who you hear me talk about a lot, um, as well. And, uh, that's something that's very cool out here in the Sacramento area is all the support that all of you guys give one another and so much young talent here in this town. Um, it's pretty amazing, but Austin Moe, just love the way you write songs. Take a walk in my shoes out of your three so far. Mm -hmm. um, lyrically, probably are still is still my very favorite one of the three. But oh, cool. um, yeah, it really is. But they're, they're all great. Um, and we look forward to definitely hearing more music from Austin Moe for sure. Well, thank you for your support, man. It's just it's a very. Um, hold on, we'll cut that part out. I'm not good at editing. Just so, you know. <laughs> so this will be live. No, I'm very grateful for um, to be able to talk to people like you and for my fans who surprise me and just send me stuff out of the blue or come to my shows. And, and uh, I have my virtual background on right now. Uh, I'm looking behind me. There's a and picture. And it's good. It doesn't, it does, your, your face doesn't look funny. When I try to use a virtual background, mm -hmm. I guess, because I don't have a green screen, it looks all weird. Yeah. Well, a fan on my wall behind me, which you can't see, obviously, um, he snapped a picture of me playing my V and uh, blew it up. And it's huge. And uh, it, it was just things like that when people show up to, to give it to me as a gift, it's still hard for me to comprehend because i'm i'm getting used to it but at the same time i don't think i'll ever get used to it if that makes sense it, it does it absolutely does and, and you got to keep your humility right oh and yeah that's no, important if, so. if my head can't fit through the door my mom will walk in with a needle and pop it <laughs> bring me back down to size <laughs> that's funny and speaking of you know gifts and stuff i know you had posted something on your facebook page that you had gotten but yeah. you just reminded me though with thinking about that um you're doing some kind of new video or are you trying out some new pedal for your guitar setup or something yeah so initially a fan had bought this really cool guitar pedal it's based off of this really boutique i don't know i think it was less than a thousand made it's called a clon this is like gear nerd stuff uh, and it's four guitars and the manufacturer, they're all hand built and mm -hmm. he covered the electronics with black goop. So nobody could replicate his sound. So there's all these companies that try and emulate this sort of iconic golden like tone. And it's very similar to like a Eric Johnson clips of Dober kind of vibe mm -hmm. back from, uh, that portion of his career right and so 
this fan of mine who also sent me up the guitar strap and stuff, he told me, hey, I've got this pedal. Would you like to do a video of it? And, you know, you can just send it back whenever. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So he sent it to me and he gave me a call and he goes, oh yeah, well, I bought another one. It's a limited edition. So you can just have that one. And I was like, no, dude, like, I, you know, that's, you don't have to do that. He's like, no, it's already on the way. It's almost here. So just enjoy it and use it in your live setup and have fun. So that was, that was a real treat to that actually happened right before our call uh earlier today and it, it's right. just it's a humbling experience to have people think of me like oh awesome we really like this and then like purposely trick me <laughs> <laughs> well that's great you know it takes a village to raise a musician you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's funny all right, Austin. Well, um, I will look forward to seeing you probably. I think I'm going to make that February 25th gig. I'm pretty sure going to see the Young Guns tour on the 27th in Reno. Um, oh, I'm not quite go. sure when we're leaving, but um, yeah, I was going to yeah. go see it in Sacramento, but um, my wife likes to sit and they have seating in uh, the Reno gig. So <laughs> oh, is that is that at um, what venue is that at? The, the Grand Sierra Resort, I think it's called. Huh? I, depending on how cheap tickets are, I might just have to drive up there myself. They, I wanted they, to see that show so bad. bad. Oh, me too. I, I both 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 bands. I mean the the the, the Wolfgang stuff. I just thought mm -hmm. the record was just fantastic. Oh yeah, um, my favorite is um, "Don't Back Down." That intro oh, riff. Great, just, yeah. Oh, great as soon song. as I heard that, and that was released on uh, the Active Rock, like '98 Rock and stuff up here when Pat Martin was a part of it. Mm -hmm. I was like damn like that his dad would be proud proud because yeah. the the expectation that people have of him because of that association i think benefited him because it's not van halen he's not he's his not trying dad. to be he's right? no not at all but the sound that he's making for himself is just so freaking killer man that would be that tour would be uh-oh uh oh, where'd I go? I don't know. I see a battery or a picture of a phone or something. Uh oh, hold on, my phone might have died. You faded away. Oh, that's right. You're on. That's probably what it is. You need juice. Uh yeah. You need juice. Oh. All right. Well, this part I'll try to edit out. <laughs> hey. Well, I can. Folks, if uh, if I don't edit this out, you'll just get to see a fun experience of what really happens when you're really doing stuff. <laughs> I I, oh, I have this as back. my backup. You're it's back. not as it's not as pretty. <laughs> but uh yeah so anyways that's a first sorry about that that was um, funny yeah that tour would be would have been so part of my friend so freaking cool to uh be a part of oh god yeah i i thought about you and and our red voodoo friends both uh mm -hmm. thinking boy too that's not a you know multi-band bill more than just the two because dirty honey smokes too obviously oh yeah um, they do so yeah i'm super excited because i dirty honey uh, on their own when they had come through chicago um i forget what it was but for some reason i couldn't make it so i didn't get to see them when they came mm -hmm. around the first time then by the time wolfgang came to the chicago area the first time and he played at a venue that i really like i was already out here in california so uh, i couldn't make that thing then um, I saw the Sacramento listing for Ace of Spades. I said, oh, maybe we can go to that. 
I didn't get tickets right away. I think it is sold out now. It is, yeah. Um, but also, I had gone there before to see our Red Voodoo friends, and I know it's a standing room only place. And so I'm like, huh, I wonder where else they're going to be on this tour. And then I found the Reno thing, and I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, it's like an actual little theater, you know, with yeah. seats. So I knew my wife would be down for that. So, um, so that's on the 27th, but I'm not sure if we're going to leave because we're going to, we're actually going to stay the night there for sure on That's the 27th. Smart. Um, even though we don't drink, but still, yeah, um, it's just easier that way. It's you easier. Know. Yeah. So I don't know if she's going to want to go a day or two ahead or not, but if I'm here on the 25th, then I'm there at, at that show. All right. And, um, and then hopefully I'll make the, uh, the YNT one. Cause I missed it this last time at Quarry park. I did mm -hmm. not, I did not, I was here, but I didn't get a chance yeah. to go. Well, I mean, you, uh, so. you were, settling we're, in right yeah like very early on i think i think maybe. we yeah i can't remember if we were still at that hotel that we had to stay at for mm -hmm. a while or if we had gotten this this house but I, I whatever it was we did not make it so i'm hoping to make it this time especially with the added attraction of you being <laughs> part of the show so it, it's gonna be i'm going to be this will be my first all original set and it will include some of my unreleased stuff that we'll be releasing this year so Awesome. This is a, a little incentive. <laughs> that, that's definitely an incentive, man. Definitely an incentive. All right. Well, Austin, I will let you go. You can see my lighting's changing because I'm using natural light from the outside and the sun's mm -hmm. starting to disappear. So we'll wrap this up. But Austin, always good to talk to you. Always a pleasure having you on this show. Love Wanted. Love the river. Take a walk in my shoes has an extra special spot in my heart, but um, love it all. Can't wait to hear more from Austin Mo and everybody checking this out. If you see Austin coming anywhere that you can go see him play, go check this young man out. I've had the pleasure of seeing him play several times now. He can sing and he can just kill on that guitar. You got to check out Austin Mo. <laughs> well, thank you so much, man. It's it's always a great honor to be able to be on the show. Ah, oh, thanks, Austin. You have a good rest of the day, my friend. You too. Okay. Video step. Oh, no, that's video step. I didn't stop recording. Hold on.